Evening folks, just watched Crystal Palace thump Leicester 4-1. It's an, an absolutely bonkers game. Uh, if, if you hadn't watched it and looked at the stats, you wouldn't believe that Palace won this one 4-1. Leicester had 65%, 65% possession, 27 goal attempts to Palace's 7. Um, just, just ridiculous numbers. Uh, it's not the first time I've watched Leicester this season and been very impressed with them, but they lose, you know, give away such, such easy, just give away uh, soft goals, and come out on the losing side. And I think Claude Puel is under under big pressure now. I think we could could even see him lose his job this week. Uh, the fans were very very angry towards the end, uh, to be expected. So I I actually had a a Leicester fan sent me a tweet yesterday, saying he wasn't expecting anything from this game because the last three times Leicester had faced Hodgson. Uh, I think they'd won every time, scored nine. Uh, Le- Palace had scored nine, and, and Leicester hadn't scored any. And I just had a look at it. So I've, in the last four Crystal Palace Leicester games, uh, on aggregate, Palace have won them thirteen one. So Roy Hodgson is he, he's got one over uh, Claude Puel big time in those fixtures. So yeah, Leicester, you know, looked controlled most of the game, looked great in possession, but. As always, struggle to score goals and, and just at the back to give away such soft, soft goals. Uh, seven goal attempts from Palace and they scored four of them. That tells you all you need to know there. So, the going going back to the team news, uh, first of all, uh, Vardy came back into the starting lineup uh, and he did, didn't do an awful lot in the game. He, he had one header that went just over the bar in the first half, but apart from that, very, very poor and uh, effective. I wouldn't be looking at getting him at all in FPL. And I think, as a whole, I think Leicester probably do need to be avoided now until we see what happens with Claude Puel. I find it very hard to trust any of their players. I joked earlier today in the in the first podcast today that uh, after Anderson got me two points after bringing him in this week, I joked that uh, Pereira would get me another two. And he actually went two better than that and got me a big fat zero. So uh, what, what a transfer that was. Uh, Pereira himself... He, you know, he wasn't as uh, big a threat as usually as going forward. Um, but, but back to the team news, Damari Gray was on the bench. He came on at half-time then for Gazal. Gazal, the, the fans were on Gazal's back first half. They don't seem to like him. Um, and it was no surprise to see him getting off at, taking off at half-time. Ben Chilwell missed out through injury. We knew he was a doubt, uh, so Fuchs played at left-back. For Crystal Palace then, Batshuayi got his first Premier League start, got himself on a score sheet as well, had a very good goal too, it was pretty instinctive, um, James MacArthur took a shot from distance which was going to go off target, Batshuayi just threw a leg at it and it was a, it was a good goal, um, some will say it was lucky but I think it was a, a good striker's instinctive touch he got on it. Um, we knew as well Wambasaka didn't play so, so Joel Ward played it right back. So as far as the eye test goes from this game, uh, Harvey Barnes was the, the main standout for me from this one. In terms of Leicester, he was he was their best player. He always looked a threat going forward. He gave Joel Ward uh, a very tough time uh, at right back for Palace and got his got his assist. He got in, got the assist for Johnny Evans's goal. So he just it was a kind of a scuffed shot across goal from Barnes, and it was a very good finish from Johnny Evans. But aside from that, Barnes had quite a few chances himself. He had a couple of shots from distance and he, he put some very good balls into the box as well. So definitely uh, a, a big plus there for Harvey Barnes. But again, can we trust Leicester now? That's the big question. Um, Madison, you know, he 
commanded all the set pieces. Uh, he did some of his set pieces were very poor. He hit the wall twice. Um, some of his corners were quite poor as well. Uh, he did he did try from open play. He got on the ball a lot. Um, was fouled a lot around the box as well. He won most of them free kicks himself. But again, I, I think if I was an owner, it would have been a very frustrating frustrating watch watching Madison. You know he's got the potential, but he doesn't uh, translate it into FPL points as much as he should. Uh, defensively, again, four goals conceded. We just, I just have absolutely no faith in the Leicester defense. Having watched that game, so obviously I've got Pereira now. So I don't know, I don't know what to do there. I mentioned Vardy. I wouldn't be going near him watching that game today. What one player I thought did have a good game for Leicester? It was the first time I've seen him play. Uh, play for Leicester is Yuri Tielemans, and uh, he, he, I kind of expected him and Ndidi to play deep and then Madison to play further forward but throughout the game Madison and Tielemans kind of switched and, and Tielemans played a lot further forward than I thought he did and he, he's a he's a classy player uh, he looked absolutely shattered when he was taken off after about 70 or 80 minutes um, so fitness is probably a, an issue there so that, that's enough about Leicester I mean just can't can't really trust him I don't think watching that game today and I, I, if I had if I had to make a guess I would say Claude Puel probably will lose his job this week yeah, never nice to see a manager losing his job, but when, when you when you play so well, you know you create twenty seven goal attempts and you've got sixty five percent possession, but you lose four one. There's something seriously wrong there. Moving on to Palace, uh, they deserve a lot of credit. They kind of they were happy to sit back and let Leicester come at them and just play on the counter attack perfectly. And, and you can do that when you've got the likes of Zaha and Batshuayi loads of pace up front. And Zaha got a brace. You know he's starting to pick up a bit of form now. Uh, Palace do play Man United next. Um, not an ideal fixture, but Zaha will definitely be up for that one. Going back to to United, his former club, he's got a point to prove there. Um, Milivojevic, another penalty. I think it's number seven of the season, so he's taken along nicely. I think that's his eighth goal. So seven penalties and one from open play. Uh, I think that is right. Um, one of one of the best penalty takers that's probably ever been in the Premier League. He, when he steps up, and never he never looks like missing. He's got a very good record. I think he might have missed one, maybe last season. Uh, I'm not sure if he's missed any this season, but he's he takes along nicely. Uh, he takes set pieces as well. He took a few corners, and he does take the odd free kick as well. So Millie is a player probably hasn't got enough attention from FPL managers this season, probably mainly because of his price. Uh, I think that's. I think that's most of it covered. There's not an awful lot else to say. You know, we just have to wait and see now what happens with Claude Puel. Will there be a managerial change there? I heard uh, the commentators mention Brendan Rodgers. So let's see what happens there. Um, probably not going to be too many people interested in Palace. But the fact that they have United next and then they've got a blank 31 as well. So that is the eye test for that one. Uh, probably Zaha and Harvey Barnes were the two the two big takeaways from from this one. I should be able to get an eye test done tomorrow for um, United Liverpool. I'm not sure whether I'll watch it at home or, or head out to the pub for that one. So I should get I should get an eye test pod recorded at some point tomorrow. Um, keep an eye out as well for the fantasy bet epi- fantasy bet podcast episode two. So we we recorded the first episode a couple of days ago and we're recording again tomorrow evening. So that one should be available. I would imagine. Uh, if not tomorrow night it'll be should be available by Monday morning so I'll, I'll tweet that out once it's available enjoy your Saturday night whatever you're up to um, I'm going to go now and I'm actually going to go and look at the possibility of playing an early wildcard possibly even activating it tonight so 
going to spend an hour or two looking at my options because I'm I'm just I'm just fed up of underperforming players and 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 the season isn't very fun for me at the moment so I'm thinking about going unorthodox and and possibly activating a wild card for for game week 28. Talk to you all soon folks.